0: of like a strategy for youtube right now just enjoy it just enjoy it at the end of the day it's more of a if it
1: becomes something then great um you know at the moment obviously it's very much a hobby it's very much something that i just want to do more with the cars themselves i'm not worried whether you know i'm not expecting to become the next big
0: youtuber welcome back anyway to the fifth episode of a content creators library. You just heard Jamie right there from JP Cars. This is the mindset when you're a YouTuber when you first start. Do not overthink this. Honestly, you should probably treat it as a hobby when you first start. Like just chill, relax, make some videos, analyze what's going on, and you'll get there, you know? Put in the effort, but just if you think you're gonna be the next YouTuber, it doesn't work like that. I've interviewed several people now it doesn't work like that. It takes time to get there. But with that said, I am Jeff Parker. I am a website for content creators. In this podcast, we interview content creators and we figure out how they got to where they are now. What are the tips and tricks? What are they using to edit? We go over all of that in these interviews. And it's a podcast. So you can just listen to it while you're doing the dishes, while you're driving to work. This is the best way to learn something, it's just an as you're driving to work to get in the mindset of, hey, I need to make YouTube videos. Let me learn some things. So with that, let's start the show. Wait, 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 I got one more thing. Please, if you could follow me on um, either Twitter or Instagram so I can see, I really need some feedback of what's working, what's not. So just get on there, just DM me, I'm a nice guy. Just DM me and just, hey, what'd you like about it? What you didn't like about it? Say something on Twitter, I would absolutely. Love that. So, again, that being said, let's start the show. So, what's, uh, you know, what's your channel? What is it all about? You know, just explain who you are and everything like that.
1: My name is Jamie, uh, JP Cars, um, pretty much anything to do with cars. Anything that I'm doing, if it's DIY or driving them around or anything like that, it's just, you know, I've just wanted to do stuff with cars. So, whatever I do is what goes on there.
0: Where did that come from? Like, like that you're dad into cars or what how, how did you get into cars i guess
1: uh, probably probably school age start talking to your mates about cars i remember the first ever time that i saw you know not even a great car or it was a honda civic all right just as they changed it from a hatchback to the kind of more of the saloon looking car and me and my mates went past and obviously at the time we didn't know but we walked past we went oh look at those triangular exhaust tips it wasn't it was just trim but uh, we saw that, and we thought, wow, that's amazing. And then it was just cars, cars, cars. And then as we were growing up, it was racing games, and you know, you start going from there, and you just um, have more of an appreciation. And you just end up just talking about cars all the time. You know, there's your first car. Then, oh, what did you get for your first car? And you just kind of go from there, it just spirals out of control. Then.
0: Yeah, I had my think. My first car was actually it was a Mustang. It was like a '98 GT Mustang. That I could not afford like at 18 years old, but that was my first car.
1: I'll tell you what is funny though. When I listen to, you know, whenever you watch TV, or watch YouTube or anything like that. Americans have the best first cars. <laughs> and over here, I had a little Fiat Punto with a 1.2 liter engine, 60 horsepower. We're getting such crap first cars over here.
0: Like in high school, there's so many people who had like, mu- like their older car, like older, like muscle cars. That was crazy.
1: We just wouldn't be able to get insured on it. We just would not get insurance. I think it was about, about £1,800 for my first year insurance on a 60 horsepower Fiat Punto.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Was that two, $2,500? $2, something like
0: that? Is it, I don't know. That's, that's yeah, there's no way we paid that much. That's crazy. I pay like nothing for insurance now. Like being older and everything, it's like, it's like, Fifty. I don't know that transfer. So it's like fifty dollars a month for like two cars. Yeah, it's, it's nothing.
1: It's also bad now. Now, now I'm twenty five. It's a bit. It's a bit. Bit better going. So
0: yeah, they think you're an adult now. So, um, how long do you have? Uh, like, when did you start this channel?
1: Oh, well, uh, December two thousand nineteen. So just before we were locked down over here in March. So that was um that was great going. <laughs> so that kind of stunted it a bit. Um. But yes, that's it there, December 2019. Didn't really know what I wanted out of it. Whereas now, you know, are kind of working towards getting a unit and putting cars in there, working on them and kind of doing more like that. That's the plan.
0: Yeah. Like everybody starts off like that. You have to, you don't know what your audience even is. You're just like, just making videos, which is fine.
1: Yeah, you just just like jump in and just see what you can do.
0: Yeah. You sell these cars on here. Do you have? Do you like? Do you own all these cars? No. Nah, so some
1: of the cars, like um, I've got my S4, which is the black Audi. You know, that's the uh, uh You can get those over there, can't you? can't get the RS though.
0: Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> and um, so I own that. Well, I've got the um, the ninety two Mercedes, the um, the estate, um, the Audi A8 three point seven, and the Mercedes C three twenty. Um, those are the ones that I own. And um, we did own the A4 that was on the channel. I owned that for three years. Um, the other cars, what it is, is like if I go in and I have a service on the cars, say, Audi might give me a car for the day. And I might not strictly have permission to film the cars, but I'd do it anyway. I'll worry about that later on.
0: Right. No one will say nothing until they see you, the
1: you, channel. You'll take what you can.
0: Yeah. So to, do you work like at a, car shop then that's how you see all these cars. No, so
1: you no, know, I, I own a shop down on the seafront at my local town, so selling beach goods and anything to the tourists that they want. So uh, that's all that's, that's my uh, my my kind of you know business, that's what I do as a living.
0: That's cool, though. So, this white Mercedes is this is this the one that's like the older one? I like this one,
1: yeah, 1992. Uh, seven seat of that one,
0: it looks like I kind of like the boxy looking cars.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. gets the most attention.
0: Does it? It has the most yeah. views, usually.
1: People love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the thing is with that one is that I, that's when I'm starting to learn the DIY side of things as well, you know, learning how to do a lot of the work on it and stuff like that. And it's just, it's interesting to learn. Some of the newer stuff's just too technological, you know, too, too many electrics.
0: But I'll, if I can fix it without having to get too complicated, like I'll fix something, but if it gets, too deep down we're gonna take all these parts out i'm like no nah, i just i'll just pay somebody it's just too much <laughs> but there's just like so much time in the day i can't spend six hours watching youtube videos learning this you know
1: yeah that's the thing it's like my audi AA. i've had it for 15 months now i've driven 10 decent miles of it it keeps breaking down oh and i just didn't what to do with it so i'm too far into it money-wise just to let it go of it <laughs>
0: So uh let's see. So I saw your first video had well it has over twelve thousand views now. Was there any was it like, did you know it's gonna get a lot of views, or was it just like, was this is your first video that hit the right algorithm?
1: Looking at it now, I'd go, that's a lot of views for a small channel. But at the time I thought to myself, that's not a lot of views. I thought it was easy. <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. it was gonna be easy. It's not until you start diving into it that you really see that it's not as simple as it looks.
0: Yeah, that I could see how getting more views on the first channel and be like, this is done. I'll be in six months. I gonna be full time. This is, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. That's the problem with viewership. You see, I see everyone again, you go, wow, that video, you know, it was a decent video, but it's got tens of thousands of views in a week and you go, wow. Is not that easy, it just isn't.
0: <laughs> so most of your, your videos are also about cars, do you think it's good to stay in like one niche? Like do you ever think you'd branch out any other way? Because I guess cars is like a big subject though, so I guess it's...
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think with cars, you can have such a mix like, you know, I've got a car that's only a few years old and it's, you know, fairly powerful for what we get on the roads here. And then I've also then got the old Mercedes, which doesn't go anywhere very fast. And there are a couple of cars that are just a pain in the ass and they just never end up working properly. So you can't have such a mixture of stuff. And I think to be honest, staying in that niche is very, I think just makes sense because it means that you kind of perfect how you want to do stuff over the years, Um, you know, I can get into a car and set up a camera a lot quicker than what I could originally, whereas if you're constantly changing what you're doing, you're going to not be putting out what your audience wants. And you're not going to be perfecting certain things over time. So I think you do, I think you need to stay within it if you can, if it makes sense to, and if that's what, um, people want to see.
0: I'll get better with the practice doing the same thing versus just going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, your homepage is up with like playlists. I think that has helped like, cause you're basically curate, it's like a website. You're curating people to watch certain things
1: the audience because some of the audience really like the s4 some of them really like the uh the one two four and it's like if you've got it in the playlist people that come to your channel can go straight away to which car they want to watch um and i think that just makes sense i think otherwise you're going to end up with people going well where's the thing i want to see and also my memory is just so bad that i need to remember what i've done as well like, I just forget what I've done. So I was like, right, what have I done to do with this cast so far? I can see it myself, noise and quickly there as well.
0: A lot of your higher-view videos, like, they're all like, tutor- to, like how-to videos. That's kind
1: of. I think that that is simply because there's a lot of stuff on there that I looked up how to do this. And I was like, right, well, you get some videos on there that are just slideshows of showing you how to do it. Yeah. And there's nothing too. Involves showing you close up how to actually do it in real time. So I was like, well, if there's no videos out there to do it, I might as well make those videos. So, and over time, they will kind of build up and become videos that people then watch.
0: Yeah. Someone else said the same thing where, like, look at, like, basically see what the competition is. Like, if there's nobody about how to remove a front bumper, you know, for your car then make the video either better or even just a video because no one else has that video.
1: Exactly. I actually had, I was really surprised when I woke up and I had a message on Instagram and this dude messaged me. He said, oh, look, i got a new uh, uh, grill put on my Audi S4. Um, the same kind of honeycomb grill that I've got on mine. And he said, I took to the, to the body shop, and they had your video up on the screen so that they could see how to do because so they hadn't done it on that car before. And that was made me go, what is going on? Like that's just madness
0: that these professionals are watching, you know, like watching a YouTube video. Like what?
1: And I had some dude from uh, I think it was Germany. He messaged me and he said that he'd had this Audi A8 for six years and it hadn't uh, been running. And he watched one, one of my videos on how to do the fuel pump assembly, um, and he did it, and it's his car ran. And I was just like, "That's madness! Absolute madness!"
0: Yeah, there's a lot of like other vi- like YouTube channels. They just fix cars with like billions of, of subscribers because people, I mean, when I search, like I, I get on YouTube and I search how to fix, change the light you know, 2000 and Equinox, like that's what people use it for. So it makes sense to have that video.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's some, some simple videos are the ones that really, really do well, you know, a bit like Chris fix.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking.
1: He, he just, he puts videos up that are generic to most cars, how to do this and it works. And that's why he's done well.
0: So what, what do you use out of your videos? What, uh, program?
1: Uh, I use Filmora. Um, when I first started using it, I was like, oh, this is, isn't great. It's a bit clunky. It's not very fluid, but they were offering a um, lifetime membership for 50 pounds. And I was just like, well, for 50 pounds for a lifetime <laughs> membership, it's worth taking that risk that it's going to be a rubbish, uh, yeah. you know, a rubbish editor long-term. Um. But the more I kind of got used to it and the more that I realized that, you know, there was a few settings on there that you could change to make it run smoother and stuff like that, it really helped. Um, I ended up upgrading the RAM or the laptop so I could actually handle it. And when I actually got to that point where the RAM was banned and I had an SSD instead of a HDD, it really just made it so much quicker with editing and it's actually quite a good program for someone that's just starting out, especially at 50 pounds for a lifetime. Membership on it,
0: yeah. I don't sound like much, Yeah, because I had a crappy like laptop for this, and I couldn't like I literally I could barely use any editing software. I'm like, like who who edits videos like this? I can't, I can't even do anything because it's so bad. Then I upgraded, and it's great. Like literally, just the laptop upgrading it.
1: Yeah, it was, I think a lot of people go, oh, this editor's rubbish, but they don't realize that their laptop is actually the one slowing them down.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So, um, what are some maybe like tips to, to, get like, to get your editing done faster?
1: Um, as I just said, with the SSD, get an SNSD as opposed to the HDD so that makes a massive difference because it just, it knows where it is straight away. Um, and also the upgrading of the RAM that makes a massive difference as well. Um, to make it editing faster, as soon as you get home, what I do, is, as soon as I get home from recording, i move everything I've recorded straight to my laptop. And then from a laptop, straight to Filmora. And then Filmora creates a proxy file so that it can work with smaller files so that it's not trying to keep up with your 4K recording every time. And um, it means it's much easier than later on. So just get it all into your program straight away. Create the proxy file. Just leave it to do its thing because then it'll create the proxy files. And then as soon as you're ready, you just go straight into editing then.
0: Yeah. You have like a... uh you not a template, but what's like, yeah, there's always like a first thing. You do, like, you always like to delete out the fluff?
1: Because I film my videos pretty much chronologically, I just put it all into it. I put literally all the videos straight into the timeline and I go, bloody hell, I've got two hours here. <laughs> it took well, two hours there, right? And it's cut some of this down. And I watch it through anything that just doesn't, isn't, just isn't needed or anything that is, already explained previously it just gets cut out and then just do that do that do that and then i chuck the overlays for the cars you know close up with the cars or beaver or anything like that chuck that over the top of it when it makes sense and just do that
0: makes sense so how do you do you film like do you film like if you're making a video about something do you film it all in like one day or do you is it like over 10 days and then you make the video
1: uh i tend to do most of it in a day because it tends to be right i've got the driveway the neighbors out i'm going to chuck the car in the driveway and just press film and just do it um so that's usually what i do um and there's been a couple of times i went up to um the malls where i drove the s4 around and had the drone out for the first time and i was playing about um i did two days filming up there because because I've had the drone, I didn't want to be doing it in the day when there's too many people about. It goes, they got a bit funny about it, flying around the road and the, uh, me driving around too fast, trying to miss all the sheep that were running on the road. Um, and the plan is that I was going to do two two days filming, then do the editing and then get it out. I did two days of filming and I deleted it by accident. I thought I moved it to my laptop and did what I did instead was I moved to my laptop, forgot to put it into the Filmora, and somehow deleted it off of the um, off of the uh, SD card, um, and it wasn't uh, recoverable or something. So I ended up having to then go up for another two days and redo the whole lot, which, as you can imagine, was quite frustrated.
0: Yeah. You're probably asleep. I'd probably almost scrapped the video at that point. I don't know if I could deal with
1: that. I I think I walked around the house a couple of times, just pacing, just yeah. like, what? No, did I do that for? Yeah, Yeah.
0: Oh geez. So you have a drone, or are you like rented it or something?
1: Uh, yeah, I bought a little um, Mavic Air two. Uh, I think it was about, I think it was about a thousand pounds. So, but it just adds a totally different element to the videos. I'm not really utilizing it enough, to be honest. I don't understand all of the functions on it yet. Um, I was going to use it the other day. I was doing a bit of DIY. I wanted it to hover around the back of me as I was doing it. Uh, next thing I know, I turn around and I hear this bang, and it's hit a wall, and it. Wuckles down, flies towards me, narrowly misses me as I jump out of the way. And it was just absolutely battered, but it still flies. <laughs> Who's flying it? Were you flying? I mean, like... I had it on autopilot, so I'm supposed to loop sort of around in a little semicircle around me, but it just went too far back towards this building, just smack
0: side of the building. Oh. But so, yeah, now a uh, good fun. It's funny, though. So do you promote your videos, like, elsewhere?
1: But yeah, so... Obviously, so you've got YouTube, I put it on Facebook as well, because that's kind of where my friends and family will then see it if I share it out from there, and if they're interested, they can have a look, um, or if they want to be nosy, they can have a look um, and see what I'm actually doing when I'm not at work. Uh, I put it on Instagram. Um, I've met quite a few different people through Instagram, and someone actually sent me a, um, a photo of them and their daughter eating their dinner with me on the TV, which was just madness. So I was like, what is this? I felt like Jeremy Clarkson for a moment. Um, and then also on TikTok as well, because you snip the videos up and um, just make it kind of the highlights of a video. And I put put this random, absolutely rubbishly edited video of the AA up on TikTok. Um, over three days, we got about 50,000 views. And I got 28 subs just from that one TikTok video, which just madness. And it wasn't even that good. I literally said to my missus that night, I said, I will not get it any views on this video it's literally so but I just wanted to put something out and that was the one that got me in subs and I was like that's so random oh my gosh you spend hours editing videos and everything and then you can do something like that literally about five minutes just messing around on my phone and that was that that's crazy
0: there's someone else who had like a it was like doing a gaming video and someone like walked in or so there's like a fire or something next door and she's like oh my gosh what's going on i up getting like 300, like posted on TikTok, had like over 100,000 views, getting like 300 subscribers from that one video. Wow. And it was just like, it wasn't planned. There's, there's a fire next to it, right? It wasn't planned or nothing.
1: It just goes to show that sometimes, even though people say quality over quantity, sometimes you just need to be putting those videos out at a fairly decent quality, and one of those will hit. I used to be like, oh, TikTok, it's just kids dancing like everyone else thought it was. You know, oh, I don't understand why I want to be on there. And then I was like, hang on a minute, you know, and then from within TikTok, as you're scrolling through it, it shows you videos very similar to things you're doing yourself. And that's where you get your audience from.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. So you've, I mean, I don't, I don't know how we met was it in the Facebook group. Do you think that is, do you think that does help or hinder you, like being in different Facebook groups or other groups?
1: I think both because it can help you know, because you can read it and you can go, wow, that person's, you know, that's a very uh, it motivates issue because you see them doing well and you go, wow, they, they jumped from that to that so quickly. You can watch their videos, see what they've done. Um, but in the same way, that can be a hindrance as well, especially if you're having all of those data. You're like, oh, I'm not doing very well. And you've seen people literally just exploding. And, you, and not being really funny, you know, without blowing my own trumpet kind of thing. You look at some people's videos and you go, what was that? And yet they got so many subscribers and was, they, found, they found the people that want to watch their stuff. And even if you don't understand why people are watching it, you can just go, well, it just goes to show that it can happen to anyone with any kind of uh, subject.
0: There, there's someone on there posting mo- motivational, I don't know if you saw it's posting motivational videos. So there are other like free videos that are already out there, like anybody could post them. And you made like $6,000 a month people would, would watch them and I'm sure that the, the advertiser like, what type of person watch a motivational video like I'm sure like let's put money on this because if you're watching a motivational video like you're probably kind of upbeat happy or ready to go you know so like it makes sense that so I'm like, oh my goodness, I would never watch that it's just not me I'm not you know
1: yeah, that's the thing people watch motivational videos and then an advertisers come along and go right. Or sponsors come along, and go right. We're we're selling a corpse, or we're selling this, or we're selling that, and it fits in with that customer, doesn't it? That exactly that person that's watching, they want to be motivated and they want to be motivated to make money or to be a better person. So you chuck stuff in about a gym or this or that, it all just it all just pays into its into each other, doesn't it?
0: So yeah, let's see what's. What was one of the biggest mistake you've had like with your channel? Maybe you thought something was going to work out.
1: The biggest mistake on my channel was probably thinking it was going to be really easy. Like, really easy. I was just like, oh, yeah. I didn't share to myself. I said, I'll have 100 subs in the first month. I said, easy peasy. I'll have 1,000 in the first year. I'm here two years later with, well, just little two years later, with like 412 subscribers. And i like, Okay, it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. But the thing is, I appreciate everyone that has subscribed to the channel. You know, you, you appreciate the fact that they sat there and went, actually, I want to see more of what this guy's doing. And um, I do know what, I think you get to a thousand subscribers and there's always the next, you know, there's 5,000, there's 10,000. And I think you've got to be happy with every single subscriber because otherwise you just end up always going for the next uh, milestone. And you will never be happy with it. Just appreciate every single subscriber. I think that's the most important thing about this.
0: Definitely see where you are now versus being the present. You know, like you got all these people.
1: I think of it like, uh, do you know what? If I was to sit in a room and speak and I had 412 people looking at me, like that puts it into perspective, doesn't it? Just how many people that actually is that want to listen to what you're saying. You know, if you could walk out the door now and see all your subscribers outside, you go, actually, that's pretty mad already that so they want to listen to me.
0: Have you used uh shorts or anything like that? Do you think they help or not?
1: I tend to make them in TikTok because it's fairly easy to use and fairly easy to move about and stuff. Um and then kind of really put up sitting in YouTube without the copyright music. Um and use something from the audio library. Uh, or I can put it into, you know, if I've got a full video that I've made of Mora, I'll stick that video um, into vertical, cut out all the best pieces, put it all together, and then have that as a shorts video. And then I can export that to my phone, then move it to TikTok and move it to YouTube and do that. Um, so yeah, I do use it every now and again, definitely.
0: What are some channels that you follow for like YouTube growth
1: for actually what to do and how to kind of improve the channel. Think media has been a big one because they've always got something else to talk about. Um, And they, you know, that's more the actual running of the YouTube side of it itself. Um, And then for motivational, which I know is this person's big over there, especially being fairly close to New York itself, is
0: Gary V. Wow. I knew you were going to say that just as you started I mean, just as you started to describe it because I listen yeah. to his stuff and I'm just like let's just see who he says but that's okay
1: and do you know what I mean that's the motivational side of it and that's the kind of just do what you want to do as long as you're happy doing it it doesn't matter so um, that's the motivational side of it I think media is the actual doing of it
0: yeah so are you like do you follow his Instagram yeah yeah he there's I mean obviously as a team but they post so much stuff
1: Yeah, no, you can't keep that.
0: You cannot keep up with that. It's mad. Do you have like a strategy for YouTube right now? Just enjoy it. (laughs) I'm just just enjoy
1: it. At the end of the day, it's more of a. If it becomes something, then great. Um, you know, at the moment, obviously, it's very much a hobby. It's very much something that I just want to do more with the cars themselves. I'm not worried whether you know. I'm not expecting to become the next big YouTube. I'm not expecting that. If it happens, brilliant, you know, and that would be amazing, but I just wanted to be able to enjoy more because I realized, you know, I worked, I worked from from the age I was 19. I purchased the, um, the business 19 to 25. Now I realized that I'd done about five years at the time before I started YouTube where I just worked. It was always work and it was nothing else. And I realized that do you know what? I'm not spending time doing what I really want to do. So he was like, right, you know, go and get the cars. Like I went from buying one car in three years to buying four cars in one year. i have still got all four of them. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I want to do that. I want to buy cars as I see them. I want to take them into a unit, clean them up, do some videos on them, send them on, get them to the next thing. And just own as many cars as possible just enjoy them for their different traits, you know? And that's my strategy. Just enjoy it as you're doing it and just let it do what it's going to do.
0: Yeah, that's that's smart. Not to put too much pressure on yourself. Not be like, this is a business I have to, you know, when you have like 20 subscribers, like just relax.
1: Yeah, I think you're burning yourself out if you're really trying all the time, constantly doing it and saying, I need to do this. I need it to work. I think you just burn yourself out and then you just won't want to do it.
0: Yeah. How do you say motivated
1: then? I'm quite, I'm quite lucky in the way that because I've got the, the, the business, which is quite seasonal, you know, my busiest times is Easter spring bank, which is the end of May and then summer. So I've got really 12 to 16 weeks where I need to work really hard to make the bulk of the money. The rest of the year, I can actually walk away and I've got it to that point this year where I closed up literally summer ended on Sunday for us here and I closed the shop. That's it. I'm not going in that shop again until Easter. That's it. I'm done. The business is closed. It's time for me to do what I want to do, which is the YouTube stuff. And the motivation is that if long-term I can do that every single year, if I could do that and build up every single winter, more and more and more, and get to a point where I can then go, right, this one, I'm going to start doing all the time, make enough money from YouTube. I can pay the staff members in the shop, and I don't have to step foot in there ever. That's the plan. That's the goal.
0: That's good. Like having, a, like having that, you know, like a bigger goal. is good. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Like it's good. Definitely.
1: I'm not even okay if that happens in five years, ten years, fifteen years. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm working towards that constantly.
0: Yeah, that's good. So this last question this is this random mystery question. I just try to make. It's supposed to be like a fun question, but so what, what, okay. It's a two part question. What's your, what's your, like, what's your favorite car?
1: I know it's the newest car out of all of them and it hasn't got character as such, but the Audi S4, it's definitely got to be the best car because I can actually go out every morning. and I know it's going to start the Mercedes. Not so much. Mercedes drains the battery over two or three days out of one. Uh, if I forget to take the battery, t- uh, cable off so then it's dead, um, but like the actual Audi, you know, jumping it every day, start stop button, it's like starting a little rocket ship, you know. <laughs> Press the button, up it starts, it revs up, and then you, and then you know it's 0 to sixty four point four seconds. You you can't ask for better than that from a car that you can still chuck a load of stuff in the booth because it's an estate.
0: And you know, it's got that's got to be my favorite car easily. The black one right here, I can't see it, but the, yeah. the black, awesome. So to flip this around, yeah, you, you know those trash compactors. Like at, at, at a, so it, if someone were to give you $5,000, would you let it, would you take the money and let it, it smash your car?
1: Which one? The black one.
0: The black one, your it, favorite.
1: That's four. Well, it obviously wouldn't cover the cost of the car, but do you mean if I was to get the money back from the car as well?
0: No. No then, no, cause it's, what, it's worth more than that. What, what about $10,000? No.
1: To to smash that car up, I'd need probably about to cover the cost of it, twenty five to thirty grand. What I'd do is I'd say, All right, give me the cost of the car back and the ten grand on top, and I was going to buy another one. There you go. I'm not I'm not that attached to it. Okay. That's what it- I mean. It hasn't got any character. Do you know what I mean? It hasn't got the character because it's just a fast, usable car. Well, aren't you going to buy another fast usable car straight away of the same era? But you say that about the Mercedes, I don't know. Because the Mercedes, something is a bit more unique because it is, you know, it's 30 years old. It's a neat car. I don't know if I'd be able to take the money and do that. It wouldn't that's, feel right.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I just wondered what the number would be. Just, just like to have fun. If it was like, for like, no, nah, I love this car. A hundred thousand. There's no way, you know.
1: To be honest, no. There's always more cars out there.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that was the last question. Like, where you know, where do we find you?
1: Uh, so JP Cars on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, so yeah, that's all the different places to find me.
0: Um, yeah, thanks for giving on. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was great to do something a bit different. You know, down the line, give it, give it a year, a couple of years, wherever it is. You know, we can meet back up and we can see where we are. And maybe i have a camera that's actually working.
0: Yeah, that's that's. I was kind of. I wrote down like the dates of the people I've talked to and that are subscribers. And I literally, like, I went in a year, at least just like, hey, I mean, unless, they, unless they're not doing it anymore, I don't want to be annoying. Like, you know, like where you're at now, and I think that'd be cool to see, even just like a message, like, dude, use that 400 subscribers now. This is so cool. Like, you know, something like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely. That's also about, I think, I think everybody's got to like just help each other out. Like, I think it's great. Like, I actually, I am um, posted on TikTok a video of one of the cars, and some dude messaged me on TikTok, and he goes, well, where are you from in the country? And I said, Oh, I'm from Cornwall. And he goes, Oh, same. And he was only, it's only about 45 minutes down the road from me, which is absolutely mad. Like, what are the chances of that? And then we ended up doing a uh, collaboration video and where he was in the car with me. And he's messaged me a couple of times. Uh, hello, Stefan. And he has said to me, you know, about meeting up and doing videos together and that. And that's what it's all about. Because you meet new people and they help each other out with different video content. And it just all works. Everyone's happy because it's just a win win for everyone.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't think you can do it. You you probably could, but like it's hard to do it by yourself.
1: Yeah, you know? definitely. I think some kind of support from somewhere.
0: Yeah. Definitely. So go to Jamie's channel subscribe to him if you're really into cars. You know, that's his thing. It was extremely fun. He, you know, he knows the stuff. He has great mindset. This this is this is how you should be when you first start your YouTube channel. Just relax. Get a little better at time. Like I said, I'm a web designer for content creators. If you have a website you need made if you have a course you want to put together you have just branding, you just want to put yourself out there, start a blog, whatever it is, contact me. You can DM me. It's right the best way to hold me right now. You're on a Twitter, Instagram, and just let me know your thoughts. You know, I want to help you not stop making videos, but putting that into a form that you don't always have to make videos. You can make money by yourself. You You know, you're not relying on just this one system over here. You have your own website. You have your own digital assets you can sell. And you can turn this into more like a real online business. So You don't just have a YouTube channel. You have a, a big you know, site. You have your Jeff Parker site. And it turns to this big branding thing. And it's not just, I have this YouTube channel. i like that episode. In the next episode, we have Sierra, who I'm not all for just saying stats, but let's be real here. She has over 130,000 subscribers on YouTube. She has over a million followers on TikTok. So if you're having a TikTok channel, this is your channel. You want to start one next episode, you're going to have to watch it. Scrap that. You're going to have to listen to it. Have a great day. See you guys and girls later.